Do you ever want to be a guest on a super cool podcast hosted by a glamorous power couple from their cutting-edge home studio on the outskirts of a major metropolitan world hub? Hollywood, anyone? Us, too. Until then, let's pretend. One of these days, you might get a DM, a PM, an EM, or even a message in a bottle inviting you to join my husband and I for an hour or two in our chat lab, working on solutions for all the world's problems. And when you are invited, there's only one response. Yeah, uh-huh. Dave and Marianne. They're local musicians. They're lifelong friends. Well, Dave is a lifelong friend of Phil's. Excuse me. And um, they're here to play some blues, talk about their new album. And of course, since it's a chat situation, anything else they want to chat about. Absolutely. The album is Insanity, Sobriety, The Blues, David T and Mojo 3. So, we haven't been out to see you guys in the clubs yet, so we thought we would bring you to the house instead. <laughs> and, we're, and we're glad you did. Yeah. Uh, we haven't been out in the clubs very much in the last year and a half or so because of uh, COVID and everything like that. And um, right, so we're we're happy to play as much as we can whenever we can. Um, and even now, booking us back out into gigs and into clubs has been slow. Uh, just because I've had to uh, make a change in the band with a, with a different drummer. And uh, and then the bass player, actually, for our next gig is double booked. So I may actually have to cancel that. <laughs> but uh, it's, 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 it's all part of being in the music business, though, or whatever, you know. So right. and, and it's a, for us, it's a little more challenging because it's a sideline. Mm-hmm. You know, we both have full-time jobs, and we just do music on the side because we, uh, we love to play. Because yeah, you love it. Right. That's the best reason to do anything. Right? It is. Yeah. It is. Um, so we were real excited enough that we went out and bought the CD yesterday and played it all day long as we were out shopping. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wondered how did it come? How did the album evolve? I mean, I know you've had this music in you. One song in particular, I, I read you wrote 30 years ago. Right, right. So, yeah, uh, The Traveling Man Blues. Um, I wrote, yeah, over 30 years ago uh, in Norwood mm-hmm. uh, on the, uh, when I was... Uh, 
right before I moved out of the apartment over on Houston on the first floor of uh, John Leckinger's house. First floor of John Leckinger's house. That's right. And uh, it was probably it may have been the first song I wrote mm -hmm. as far as a complete song. And I've I've you know I've messed with it uh, the the words and things a little bit over the years and, and made little changes to it since that first version. But but it, um, but it really hasn't changed much, you know, other than a couple of words since then. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, interesting, interestingly enough, how it uh, kind of um, followed the, the, the journey of my life a little bit with with, um, you know, my nephew and me teaching him guitar and then uh, and, and him actually taking to it and enjoying playing now. Right. Um, when I first wrote the song. Um, the first line in it is, you know, I met an old man today. And the, the premise of that line and that, uh, the thought process of the beginning of that song, I met an old man today um, and on his face a smile note, and he told me of his travels. And, but basically the thought of, when I wrote that line, uh, I, was, I was going through some hard times in life and I, uh, it was the old man to me back then was, um, just life in general, mm -hmm. the world, you know, the old man I was meeting was reality, you know, was setting in and, and I was going through a hard thing and that, and, and, and life was teaching me hard lessons. Yeah. So is what it was so, kind of a metaphor, kind of sort a, of a kind of, yeah. of a bigger but, thing. Yeah. But now when I, you know, now I just recently did a video for the song mm -hmm. And so, you know, the metaphor is kind of out now. And it, when you listen to the entire song and go with the video, the, you know, it, it talks about my grandfather basically buying me my first guitar yeah. and teaching me guitar things. Right. And then my nephew coming along and I taught him guitar things. And then my nephew coming back and saying, yeah, you know, I understand a little bit more about life and so on and so on. So there's a story to it. that's you know, it's, it's almost twofold in a way. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 metaphor the way the song was written but now how it kind of follows the journey of my life and it was written you know prior to any of that happening you know right. what I mean so there's some irony in there I guess as well so the refrain in the song is my, his name does not matter so now I can see yeah I mean, yeah. to me, it was, you know, um, I guess that probably came along a little later, maybe. I'm trying to remember. But, uh, yeah, the uh, it, it just the name, you know, my name doesn't matter. Yeah. Who I am doesn't matter. The journey is still challenging and difficult. And who I am doesn't matter. And the, the man, the, the man with the guitar is a traveling man. That was, you know, like I said, I just I was I, it was right before I moved out of there. Mm -hmm. And uh and you know, I guess that's where that came from. The man with the guitar is a traveling man, and right. And uh, I traveled for many years after that. You know, me and the guitar. I still have the guitar that I uh, that I wrote it with, which I believe, <clears throat> if the the story was correct, um, that year somewhere around there when I was nineteen, yourself, Phil, Aaron, uh, Tony, and 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 Buffy, all kind of. You guys kind of have a musical Christmas and everybody got musical instruments for each other. And then the, the story I got was that each of you kind of chipped in a little bit. And then Tim Miller went out and bought me that six string acoustic. Oh, yeah. Which is so I kind of credit all you guys for getting me that guitar. 
Um, I had a guitar prior to that in the fourth grade that my grandfather had given me, and I had a few lessons, but I never really, I never really took to it. <clears throat> yeah. But that guitar that you guys bought me when I was 19, um, I took to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Tim Miller got a band together a year or two later. Uh, might have been four or five years later. I'm not sure. And um, good old Tim. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, and uh, he he taught me a lot. And um, but yeah, I, that me and that guitar, it's 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 been around the block a lot now, and it's a little unplayable, um, but it's still hanging in my living room. Sort of an inspiration, maybe, or something. Oh, yeah. you know, well, you I look back it. at that. I and love say, that well, thing. It just, I love it. It's just yeah. it got kind of beat to death. Right. Traveling with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of like your teddy bear. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Unusable, but it's there. Yeah. Exactly. Like the, I had a teddy bear mm-hmm. 50 years ago. <laughs> plus. And yeah, it eventually became unusable. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm older than all of you, so. Oh, well, good. <laughs> Well, Marianne's happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I usually know this one when I'm yeah. with David. Well, I'll be 55 in October. So uh, then you're not the only one. Marianne's got you beat. <laughs> well, Not when by we, much. When we, when we listened to uh, Traveling Man Blues yesterday in the car, we were we were just uh, thinking, man, this is really, really organic. It's really cool. The lyrics really, uh, you know were simple and um we were thinking man you know this would make a great hard rock song too but like if a band like this disturbed you know were to to play that and just different sound you know i like that song yeah because i, I you know I, I was listening to a, a pod recently about eddie van halen and when you think about van halen like early on in her career so many covers like uh, dance the night away and you're no good and all stuff and the songs you know were inspired by uh, an original great song that were entirely different. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. that's, that's he, did, he put his spin on. That's yeah. really neat that you say that because, mm-hmm. you know, yes, I, I I hear myself playing and singing my songs. I do mm-hmm. because obviously I'm connected to them <laughs> and I write them. But I I feel like you know that was one of my hopes when I did the album um, is to get it out there to the world that that somebody else could pick it up and do something even cooler with, you know what I mean? Or, or just different yeah, or, um, or something. And, right. and traveling man was, right. you know, I've got probably 20 to 30 other songs that I've written, you know, back in those days, back in my twenties. Um, but the travel man blues was the one that I obviously wanted to share mm-hmm. with the world. All the other songs on that album I've written in the last three to four years. Um, and, uh, and that really just came because I finally decided that, uh, I'm going to do an album and I, I don't know, something just inspired yeah. me to start writing all these blues songs. Right. You know, whereas a lot of the other songs prior to that weren't always blues. They were, you know, pop or, or, you know, stories. A lot of my stuff is storytelling, yeah. you know, and, and uh, well, I know that you're Which huge. Which makes blues aesthetic. Aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're a huge mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were talking about that too while we were listening to the to the album. Is that you have, you know, you have a voice. You know, your voice is um, reminiscent of BB King. That kind of like it's like graveliness. Yeah, it's pleasant. Yeah. You know, sometimes a voice can be different and not mainstream, but unpleasant, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like mine. 
Um, yeah, well, no one wants me to sing. Well, was, no one. Like I said, I listened to pods, and, I, and there was one they were talking about Jimmy's voice and what a great, distinct sound his voice was. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. you know, he wasn't Frank Sinatra. You know, he wasn't uh, Steve Perry. That's recognizable. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it's a it's signature thing. Complimentary of the, mm-hmm. of the music. And I felt like mm-hmm. listening to you, I felt like, oh, you know, I can tell that's Dave. But, yeah. You know, that's really a distinctive, cool sound, you know. That's actually lauded for your singing. I think yeah. you did a good job on that. I try to, and I guess I, you know, I, I sort of try to sing each song to give it the, the style that it needs, mm-hmm. you know. But the raspiness in some of them, I just can't, I can't not have, I, I, you know, it's. But that's what makes it you. Right. To me. Yeah. 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 And I've had to kind of roll with it a little bit, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I guess that kind of came with 30 years of smoking. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, there's always voice coaches who give you some idea of things to do to. Yeah. To change, but, you yeah, know. I, I kind of roll with coach, it. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it does. Yeah. It's pleasant. It's. It's a nice sound, you know, and I think that's really what can sell something. Mm-hmm. Well, we got like a wallflower over here. We don't yeah. want to ignore oh. Marianne much longer. Marianne Barnett. Yeah. Hello. Big part of the band. Big part of the band. Um, big part of my life. I met Marianne um, six years ago. Soon to be seven. Uh, it was just six in May. Six in May. It was, yeah. And uh, we actually were working for the same company, and um, and uh, we, yeah, six years, and we've been doing good. She's, you know, we, she plays piano. I found out a couple months into our relationship. Yeah. Oh well, there you are. And uh, and she's a big reason that all this happened. Right. Honestly, because I didn't, I didn't have a band together when we met. Um, I would still play off and on. Um, I was in bands for many years in my 20s and 30s. And uh, and then... Played was, up in Montgomery a lot, right? Uh, out in Milford more. Milford. Yeah. Milford and Loveland back in the day. Mm-hmm. A little bit here in Norwood. A um, couple of gigs. My first couple of gigs were in Norwood at the Norwood Cafe. Okay. In a blues band. Yeah. And... Uh, but me and Marianne been together six years. We got the band going together about five years ago yeah and um and honestly i couldn't have done the album without her the things that you know i I feel that you know um that the things i write you know my guitar playing you know i I do okay (laughs) but the reason that the the album is so good is because i'm surrounded by top quality musicians like marianne right the bass player on there is extraordinary um, the drummer on there is extraordinary, and uh, and then there's you know me with the ideas and the thoughts and a little bit of guitar playing, and I'm by no means an extraordinary guitar player. Uh, you know, I, most of my life I was a bass player actually mm-hmm. because I I didn't spend the time practicing, and uh, I could you know most of my bass playing career was playing you know a string or two down here and then dumping a beer down my throat. <laughs> multitask yeah, yeah. Multitask. <laughs> I was a good multitasking bass player yeah and uh you know right. and that's um I was I was uh but she she's been a blessing in a lot of ways yeah. and, uh, we're, we're hoping to get married in the next year or two yeah, and be uh, fantastic yeah um so Looking Mary uh, that 
your musical background or you were, you know. Um... Well, I, I grew up playing piano, you know, the piano lessons when I was five years old, pretty much um, continuously through my childhood. Um, but I was playing, you know, I needed a, some music in front of me and I can play. If someone gives me sheet music, I can play it. Yeah. But um, I had never played with other musicians before um, or, you know, played the piano part. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're just playing off of sheet music, if it's a song, you're playing the melody, right? You're, mm -hmm. and, and when you're with a band, you're not doing that. You're supposed to play the piano part, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't have sheet music for, um, well, some bands do, but you know, if you wanted to learn the piano riff from Leonard Skinner, that's not going to be on you sheet music. You could write your own sheet music, maybe, you, just well, to help yourself. But well, you, I mean, kind you of could, a cheat sheet. Yeah. So consequently, I had to learn just how to play without sheet music. Mm -hmm. And that was my big, it was a huge learning curve, but it was exciting and it was really um, expanding right. to be with these other musicians and to be like, they'll be like, okay, like as we came on today, David said, okay, let's do blues and E. Well, even though I played piano my whole life, I wouldn't have known what that meant, uh -huh. you know, before mm -hmm. I started with these guys. So, but now I can just, and I don't have any sheet music anymore. And um, it's very freeing and. So you're playing by um, ear exciting. then. Like you'll hear the, you know, this is the yeah. part of the song, you know, and, and so listen to this, get that down. And then, yeah. so then it's just kind of. Great. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a completely different. It's almost like it's a different part of my brain. I'm yeah. Using, and yeah. And you've opened up new pathways. It's healthier. Yep. Because you're, you know, yes. doing different things. And just realizing I don't have to play the bass line the whole time unless it's just the two of us right. because we have a bass player that's his job right, right? so you you learn all this stuff um playing the band and it's been really fun that's cool maybe maybe you all could you play something right now together yeah yeah, yeah. kind of demonstrate this symbiotic yeah, yeah. <laughs> um maybe we'll do a little bit of happy with the blues mm -hmm. so in in 2020 mm -hmm. i had uh we had we had basically finished recording all the songs for the album. Um, there were some little tweaks that still needed to be done and David Cruz still needed to do the mastering on them. The way we did it was I recorded them at, in my living room at my house, mm -hmm. the entire mm -hmm. album. And then uh, I sent the tracks to David Cruz at Ambient Studios. And uh, there's an interview for you, Phil. Yeah, yeah, I would love to talk that day. That'd be great. He'd be he's he's he'd be a good Zoom thing for you or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, great guy. Hook us uh, up. Uh, I will. And uh, he uh, so I would send the tracks to him, and then there were some uh, there were some things with the the way I recorded the drums on it, and and David being a drummer, um, he went back and recorded a lot of the drum tracks on the album, re-recorded them for mm -hmm. him, and he's a great drummer. So I had David Cruz doing the mastering of all the tracks and then David Cruz also did a lot of the drum work on the album right which uh he did a phenomenal job yeah so anyway everything was pretty much done and he was going to be finishing up all his part and then the pandemic hit uh, and that kind of slowed everything down in a lot of ways and um but I wanted to get my thought was I want to get a song out there with everything already set up. So once the album's done, I won't have any hurdles to jump over 
in case there's a problem. And, and uh, cause I went through a, a website called CD baby mm-hmm. and what they give you is they give you worldwide distribution by me going through them. They get my music on iTunes and Amazon and, and Pandora and Spotify. Yeah. And uh, very similar to Anchor, which is what we use for our podcast. Is that what they do? Similar, they yeah. do a distrib- distribution type of thing like that? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. We uploaded one spot, it goes out. And you're all set. <laughs> so my thinking was, well, I'm going to write a song that I can get recorded quick and easy mm-hmm. and be done with it. Um, and it's just me and her on the song. And I, I wrote it, recorded it within a couple of days, got David to master it. And then I uploaded it and got all the accounts set up. Right. And sure enough, there was a little glitch to where they didn't like the name of the band, saying that David Tiamojo 3 has to be two different entities. Mm. So we're not going to approve this. And uh, but after a month or whatever it was of me back and forth with them, I'm like, no, this is one entity. It's the name of the band. You know, it's not mm-hmm. two different mm-hmm. things. So I'm, <clears throat> I was glad I did it because, yeah. you know, a year later when the album was com- all done, you know, I just uploaded it and it was all, it was good to go. So uh, anyway, but I figured we'd do a little happy with the blues because it's a song that we already do um, by ourselves. You know what I mean? Incidentally, Prue's a very prominent Norwood name. Yes. Yes. Mayor Prue's. Yeah. Mayor Prue's. Donald Prue's. Yeah. And and a lot of those Prue's are very good friends of mine and great musicians themselves. Yeah. And, uh, Threw some great parties back in the day. Uh, that too, yeah. <laughs> Party with many approves, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, yes, we have. Shout out to the Pruses. What's that? Right. Shout out to the Pruses. Yeah, shout, shout out to the Pruses. We love yeah. the Pruses. You approves. If I wake up in the morning, still breathing fresh air. Another day above ground, even when life's unfair, I'll put a smile on my face, and I'll head into the light, and if I have nothing else, I won't live life in rear view, for little old me, I'll be happy with the blues. Well, there's millionaires and trillionaires and billionaires I know. They got their yachts and their mansions and shiny limousines with butlers and maids, French chefs making cuisine. When I wake up every day, we all have to choose for little old me. I'll be happy with the blues. Life will try to knock you down and misery piles on. I choose to look at the bright side, let bygones be gone. My faith will bring me through and keep my misery gone. No matter what the journey, it's still on me to choose. For little old me, I'll be happy for the blues. Play those keys for the nice people. There you go. Journey can be dark, the valley can 
me, I'll be happy with the blues. For little old me, I'll be happy with the blues. For little old me, I'll be happy with the blues. For little old me, I'll be happy with the blues. When I wake up in the morning, I know I'm gonna choose. For little old me, I'll be happy with the blues. There you go. <laughs> Very nice. The one you met on the way out? Yeah. yeah we but know. yeah, he, yeah, it's. Yeah. He seemed like a nice guy, your well, brother. He does. Shout out to your he brother. Does. Shout out to your brother. Very nice guy. He's a little bit he's between homes right now, but, yeah. you know, he's. He'll, he's my he'll shaman. Okay. Yeah, he's Aaron's he's shaman. Aaron visited. He stayed with us because yeah. the upstairs apartment was vacant. Aaron stayed with us and he went to work he with Danny with one day home, and he was completely, he thought he was like, working with john henry or something because uh, yeah. he was like splitting uh rails and like putting up a fence and really? carrying shit around like superhuman strength. oh no this wasn't this wasn't splitting rails this was drilling into concrete this was this was a this was an outside railing he said do you want to help me put up a handrail i thought he meant like a wooden banister on like like a stairway no he meant break up concrete <laughs> fill it again right yeah, he had we had to drive all over to get the right tools and the right. The, well, I remember you said right I've never seen anybody work that hard before, right? For 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 like a hundred dollars or something, and you know, for the the smallest amount of money, you put in the hardest amount of labor. Yeah. He's he's following himself a little better now. Unfortunately, I think that it's taking a toll on him now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, hard labor will get you. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember the days. uh, I really like that song. Thank you. You and Tim were uh, with Jam with uh, was it David at the time? Uh, A lot of different people. Tim Miller was in the Bruce Brothers band for a while. Yeah, I remember we got in the basement. I was prior to that. Yeah. Uh, Played rhythm guitar, and they taught me a lot of stuff. Right. Um, And then me and Tim Miller. we had a little three-piece thing after that with John O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. John O'Keefe on drums. Right. And uh, most of the things I did back in those days were very short-lived because I was I was a, a raging alcoholic. Yeah. And um, and I was uh, I pretty much lived in between homes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the difficulty my brother's having right now. Yeah, like you. That's what I was going to say. You know, I used to be that guy. And uh, for me, it was alcoholism and drugs, and it caused major insanity. You guys knew me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I was off the hook for many, many years and I lost. Mm-hmm. So I got sober 14 years ago. And Congratulations. Thank you. And that, that helped mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, yeah, thumbs up to Aaron mm-hmm. over there. And um, yeah, that helped more mm-hmm. than a lot. That gave me a life, a life that I never had. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically lived my life from my teen years on, you know, sort of on the run, sort of chasing something, you know, I guess chasing a buzz more than anything. You know, I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I did. Mm -hmm. And I acted like maybe I did, you know, but, uh, but alcoholism uh, was uh, ruling my life and it did until I got sober when I was 40 years old. So, um, yeah, 
you, you are be, to be commended for that. Oh, that's, you're, uh, that's not easy. Amazing. No, it's yeah. not. But I was blessed to see it. It's not a given. Got to yeah. chalk it up to God and, you know, and, and find an mm-hmm. AA program that works for me. And, uh, and, um, and then, you know, the, the biggest part I can do is, that, you know, uh, is show up and, and work to stay so. Yeah. you know what I mean it's every day yeah it is it's every day mm-hmm. so let's take a break right now for our sponsor okay. Okay. welcome back to yeah uh-huh listeners I have done an injustice our friend Aaron is with us again this week and I forgot to introduce him at the beginning say hi Aaron hello yeah okay. to be fair I forgot also yeah so. <laughs> what just me <laughs> but uh, it's a pleasure to have you, Aaron, uh, as our co-host. And uh, it's a pleasure good- to be here. Hello, Dave. Hello, Marianne. And Aaron. always good to see you. Hope all is Likewise. well in California. Mm-hmm. All is well. Any 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 uh, questions from Aaron before we get going on this end? Um, I might have had some earlier, but they just dropped out of my head. So no. Oh, uh, oh yeah does does mike cruz have a career in music i'm not sure what he's doing uh as far as career wise goes but um i see him that he posts online from time to time um and he's got a nice music room and he plays he's still playing bass and um i really haven't talked to him a whole lot but yeah, yes he's still every time i'd see him with the bass i'd make him play the barney miller theme song for me <laughs> oh yeah yeah, love that team. Yeah, we've Mike. actually been watching that. Excellent, I love that show. He still plays though. Um, Good. That was funny. Uh, it wasn't funny at all. But uh, when Tim passed away, um, Dave, uh, his brother David, uh, thought that I played guitar for some reason and wanted me to play, um, and I was like, I, I don't. <laughs> you know, so. But uh, I guess that was part of the, uh, I was, you know, the mu- music kind of was central to everything yes. that, that we all did as friends when we were ba- back in the day, you know, when we hung out, we'd go to concerts and parties and stuff like that. It was always Van Halen playing. And then, you know, then uh, Bon Jovi came right. along. And I was like, oh man, this is crap, you know, and it's like, there's Led Zeppelin and, and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, Led Zeppelin. And, uh, Mostly yeah. vinyl in the apartment too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's where I bought Dave's uh, album. You'd go up there, get bootlegs and stuff. Oh, it's available on vinyl. Is this for me? It is now, yes. (laughs) I was planning on leaving it with you. Oh, man, that's beautiful. I brought it so you could show it on the podcast. Yeah, let me see if I can get that in frame. And that's, 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 uh, yeah, maybe get up and hold it to the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the, yeah. And Show that, the cover on the back too. And that's the big reason that I uh we're gonna have to get a turn. I've been wanting to get a turntable because we have some of my dad's I, old records yeah, downstairs. Yeah. yeah. We even have like 78s. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I one of the big reasons I wanted to do this album was because mm-hmm. you know we are we are all children of the album age and mm-hmm. uh and I wanted my own record. You know, if yeah. I'm going to do this, I don't want a CD. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sure, a CD. just a CD, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want a vinyl record at 
if nothing else for me and myself, you know what I mean? Right. Because I, I, that's where it all started was with the, the vinyl records. And how many, how many were pressed? I pressed uh, 300 CDs, uh, 300 albums. And, and then I had 300 CDs made as well. 300 cool. each. Yeah. And uh, you know, Hey, I may die with 298 of them, Aaron. I've sold more than that already. But, um, probably the same price to do 300 as it is to do one. Right? Exactly. Not That's why I did it. You know, yeah. it was a, I just went ahead and did the 300 to, to get to the next price break, honestly. Right, right. Um, and, uh, you know, I figured that if I live long enough and I sell, a, you know, a few a year or 50 a year or 40 a year, whatever it is, then they'll last a while, you know? And, uh, but, um, but ultimately that's why I did it. I wanted my own vinyl record. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's, it's they're carrying it down at everybody's records, which is just so neat. And awesome. you know, to see it there. In the it's such a part of our, our childhood. Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. And we were in there one day and they were playing it over the, you know, oh, that's cool. Oh, wow, cool. So it was just. Did they know you were coming or? Yeah, they knew. Okay. Yeah, we, we I, know. I, I so. had them play. <laughs> <laughs> well, still, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. It's a really cool experience. Well, yeah. everybody yeah. hearing it. It was before it, got, before it got pressed. They uh-huh. sent me uh, four sample mm-hmm. albums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hear them in different settings, not uh-huh. just on my record player. I wanted to hear them in different places. So uh, I had Marianne take one home to listen to it at her house and then. I have two different mm-hmm. record players at my house that we listened to, to them on. And then I went mm-hmm. down to everybody's and asked them to play it so I could hear it in an open setting right. and see if it sounded good before I approved the pressings. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it all sounded great. So once again, David Cruz did a phenomenal job mastering it. And uh, mm-hmm. and I couldn't be I couldn't be happier. I really enjoyed going to everybody's just the the uh you know, just the going there and stepping back in time, and then I walked in there and it had so much cool. You know, the posters yeah, yeah. and the shirts. I we bought had a shirt. With extra there too. stuff. Yeah, yeah. we've gotten a shirts. A Zeppelin shirt. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, it hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. You know, since yeah. since we were in there in the seventies and eighties. Right. I think I'm going to go back. You know, like I haven't been there in years. I think I'm going to go oh, back. Some we, go there we go there regularly. Pat Dorsey. Yeah. Um, I went to school with him, and. uh guy you've been managing it for 20 29 years or something so okay yeah, yeah. so everybody's records we we love it there i was gonna go to some other record places and talk to them about um about selling it for us but i kind of decided just to amazon you know you they can get it on amazon mm-hmm. uh, at least a cd for now i'm i'm not sure why the vinyl isn't up there it should be but it's not yet and uh, and then at everybody's i'll just keep you know Everybody's been good to me, so right. So, is, is Amazon a proposition? I mean, do you have to do extra stuff or? Um, no, it's it's all done. CD Baby does it all, but yeah. I, I'm not sure why the the LP isn't up there yet. Mm-hmm. I need to look into that. They've they've had the LP now for a couple of weeks at CD Baby. It should be <clears throat> should be. Sometimes things up. take a few weeks, so yeah, yeah, because yeah, a lot of things we say vinyl is definitely a trend. Yes, it is. <laughs> And I had this big kind of discussion with my nephew once because um, he was saying, I got this uh, CD and I said, oh, you got a new record. And he's like, no, it's a CD. It's not a record. And I'm like, hold on. (laughs) Record is record, as in recorded, as in recording. So it is a record. 
It is simply in CD format. There you go. Because I have issues. New school now. That's like part of the culture that I thought maybe had, you know, evaporated. Like there used to be like wizards, you know, and then there's Mm -hmm. a record theater. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's, of course. But, and so it was just really cool to go up there yesterday and and kind of step back in time a little bit. And and buy an old friend's album. Right, right. That was the best part. Yeah. I couldn't find Muses it. records too. What was that one? Muses and Muses. Yeah, Muses. I remember Muses. Yeah, they were they were more jazz, but they were on short vinyl. Mm-hmm. Wizards was yeah, like a record of music place on short vinyl anymore. I don't think there is. I mean, not the Probably last time not. I was there. That's been a while though. Maybe not. Yeah, we went to uh, a record uh, swap or what do they call that? A records flea market at Bogarts one day. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, is Bogart still there? Yeah. Then that's still there. Yeah, Bogart's there. That's not the same thing. Bogart's is Bogart's is about the only thing still there. Is the cupboard well, there? It was kind of neat just to just to go inside Bogart's again. I ain't been yeah. I haven't been in there in twenty years probably. Yeah. So that was neat, you know. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's all still there. You know, you feel like that's all gone with my childhood, but it's not. You know, it's my yeah, else's experience. We, walked, we went in the cupboard for a few minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so the cupboard is there. Actually, no, he did, as red and blue. It was a secret show. Yeah, yeah. And they advertised red and blue, and people showed up, and it was Prince. Oh, that would that mm-hmm. blow your mind, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because wow. <laughs> my friend wanted to go, but we ended up not going for some reason. I don't know why. I don't remember. It's been <laughs> You're a like, long no. time. Yeah, right. That was no, no, I think we ended up drinking and just stayed home. <laughs> It happens. We had access to my dad's liquor cabinet and he was out of town. <laughs> well, we might have been under it. No, I think we were old enough. So I want to think, talk a little bit more about these live performances because uh, Tony, our friend Tony Miller, and I know she's attended a couple times, right? There. And before COVID hit, you know, there, you were starting to gain momentum. People would come and see you guys live. Yeah. yeah. And we missed our opportunities or didn't take advantage of them. I, you know, I, I intend to take advantage of. We'll be back out later. You, you know how it is with guys over 50, they don't like to drive in the dark. <laughs> yeah, right. right. But, Plus, he wants to be able to have a cocktail and, you know. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, do you bring everybody, you guys? No. Not super. No. But, you know, I was thinking maybe we could even like use it as a hotel night. Yeah, yeah, just to like get out. in the pool, you know. Yeah. Nice. Go to the, yeah. We do that. We've been known Make to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time we do that for Indianapolis, but we can do it for you. Well, I'd like, you know what? Now I'm getting off on the beaten path uh-huh. here, but I'd like okay. to take that, uh, the the Milford uh, bike trail, you oh. know, just to see what all, you know, what kind of scenery can catch. It's a good that. idea. Yeah. yeah that's uh, lovely. Yeah, even if it's just, uh, you know. You know, and I walk. do have a bike I can use. It's a recumbent bike, so I can go with him. Not right now, but yeah, you know. But you could go without me. Yeah. It could be my, okay. Only problem is, am I running my brother? So <laughs> say hello. He'll probably bike past you and not even notice. I'm just kidding. But um, so he's on the trail. Huh? How long's the trail? Same question. How long's the trail? Yeah, how long? Uh, yeah, well, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I, I think it's connected. 
with other trails where yeah. you can get like up to Chillicothe or something. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. an extensive network of trails. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like almost all the way up to Erie. Yeah, as in long. the lake thereof. Nice. But I'm wondering yeah. how long you're. That's the goal to have a whole network of bike trails throughout the whole state. We, I know they're building a couple of new ones over there at Hyde Park. We bike, but not that kind of bike. <laughs> his brother does. But his brother gets into he gets into like hobbies, but and, and those hobbies kind of obsess. Yeah, they take over, and yeah, that's what they right now about. he's I think he's biking like 150 miles a week. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So I'm wondering, yeah. like, how long are and that's there's a set? If you were, if we were, you know, how long is this? live sets? Well, the, the times have changed with the with because mm -hmm. this COVID thing. A lot of gigs start earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where we'll be playing um, mm -hmm. as far as time settings. But our next gig um, is going to be at Chappie's in Milford, mm -hmm. and um, we're going to be playing from nine to one. Uh, we're supposed to be there September 11th. Uh, which is Saturday, but that's a little up in the air at the moment because I, I have to see about the bass player, whether he's going to be able to make it or not. And it's just short enough time to where I, I don't feel like I want to bring a new bass player in to try and learn our, our sets. Right. Um, the, the, the normal is to play uh, three one-hour sets, mm -hmm. take, take a half-hour break in between each set. Um, a lot of times uh, I'll play or will play a long first set. I like to play for an hour and a half yeah. um, because when sets end, people leave. Mm. Um, so I like to keep people there as long as I can. And mm -hmm. also the double side of that is that I I don't drink. Mm. Um, I'm in the bar to play music. Mm -hmm. So um, I like to play music longer instead of just yeah. doing that one hour. So we'll yeah. play for a good long one hour and a half. Yeah. Take a short break, you know, 20 minutes and then get back at it. Our breaks are usually shorter than most um, because I'm not there to be hanging out in a bar. Right. And I don't need to be hanging out in a bar. Right. <laughs> you know, when I was a drinker, I was a I was a professional drinker. Yeah. You know, uh, not, so. not to be too agreeable, but yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Philip doesn't like to drink in public. He likes to drink at home. You know, he'll have a, you know, after. It's yeah. fine. It's fine to agree with the truth, Phil. It's fine. You and him both have seen me wasted off my rocker many, many, many times. When I drank, when I drank and drugged, I did not. I didn't. I never you had one. Didn't pull any punches. I never had one. <laughs> And so, yeah. <laughs> and that's a blessing even today, kind of in staying sober. Because when I think about drinking, I don't think about having one. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so I know better than to uh, think that I can have one. Right. You right. know, like some normal or, you know, or to have three. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure there's many times in Aaron's in your life where you guys have had one or two beers mm -hmm. and stopped. And for me, that's that not an option. That is not an option. I, I just, I'm an alcoholic. When I drink, you know, I drink. Well, and, uh, it, I mean, it's to your credit that you, I mean, I'm really uh, yeah. it's inspiring that you've been able to mm -hmm. you know, not only get off of it, but, but stay off of it. And, it's come, and, you know, yeah. a lot of people have helped me, you know, Mary Ann being one of them. You know, it's just a, you know, nowadays I look at all the blessings I have in my life, right. you uh -huh. know. And and she's Sweet. one of them. Like I said, this album would not have happened without her. 
-hmm. you know granted i'm the, the 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 force that pushed it through and makes it happen and and you know i wrote all the songs or my ideas and whatever but like i said without being surrounded by other very qualified talented musicians her herself matt mm -hmm. on bass dale and david Cruz on drums uh, dale russell was the drummer on the original tracks but some of his stuff had to be replaced because of the way i recorded it yeah. so uh but luckily david Cruz was talented enough to figure that out mm -hmm. and to uh give us a quality quality top of the line recording yeah. if you sit down and just listen to the drum tracks on it you can tell that i mean it's just top 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 of the line stuff. studio grade right. yeah. performing and yeah <laughs> Um, and, and I found that a lot of the times the, the art side um, tends to just do the art and not go anywhere with it. So would you say that maybe you're a little bit hit Sharon to his Aussie? Oh, Sharon to his Aussie. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe that would be accurate. And I think the woman behind the man is an excellent, I, I don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's, I mean, for I really believe that females got us out of the trees. You know, <laughs> I really believe that. And uh, I, I know that financially speaking, I don't know if Philip would have ever moved out of his parents' house. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of things that we've been able to you know, accomplish is yeah. because, you know, I've been sitting there paralysis by analysis, like, we, yeah, how could, yeah. it's impossible like, for us to ever own a house this. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he said that. Right Two hours before yeah. we, two years before we bought our house, he said, "There's no way we'll ever be able to buy a house." Yeah, and then and and she was would like, just really? do it, you know, make it happen. So, okay. Yeah, you know, we'll I would see. Be lost I mean, he's definitely too. very self-motivated, but I mm -hmm. think you know, <clears throat> I have maybe helped in the way that you know he's gotten his his emotions are in the right place mm -hmm. that he he's recognizing the blessings in his life and that he can write the things that he's writing. You know, it's all mm -hmm. very positive messages in this album of, yeah. of gratitude, mm -hmm. of you know, thankfulness, of you know, mm. looking at the looking at things the right way in life. And I think mm. you know, maybe some of those things would have been written back in the day. Yeah, yeah. donuts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we should do that. That, that is a great. Song. I don't. Yes, let's <laughs> yes, get another. Please, let's do at least another that. song here, if you don't mind. Um, I mean, maybe mm -hmm. yeah we could fool around with something i don't know if we'll do a whole tune or whatever but okay. maybe we could mess around with a donut tune i'm used to playing stuff with the drummer so yeah we haven't done a lot of the album stuff mm -hmm. on uh maybe donut shopping a uh, i do have a question <laughs> when you did the uh, musical instrument christmas what instrument did you get hun Oh, back in the day? Like, yeah, you know, back in they, the day. You know, Can't I can't you remember. The majority of things that people got were, were like tambourines and things like that. Okay, that makes maybe? sense. I don't remember. Percussion, percussion stuff, yeah. Percussion yeah. stuff mainly. Yeah. I think a shaker. I had some, I think he gave me a shaker egg and a shaker like can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know it was, I'm sure Tim was the, the, the uh, instigator. instigator in the whole thing. And, uh, I think I still have those somewhere. Yeah. And you have a guitar that I sent home with you last time, right? Lars does. It's in his room. It may have been the time I dropped acid. I don't know. One <laughs> <laughs> musical <laughs> instrument, Christmas. One of the times. Well, you better believe we were all getting high and whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was a good time. We can mess around a little donut shop blues here. I've, 
like I said, we, we well, a lot of these things I honestly haven't uh, played a lot of since we recorded it, mm -hmm. you know, because there weren't any gigs. Right. And the album wasn't out. And, um, and, and to be honest, a lot of these songs I, I wrote and recorded and then moved on to the next one. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Do you want to uh, maybe shut your temperature? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me get going in it and see what yeah. we got here. So, you know, what is it? I woke up this morning. The police pound on my door. Fun song and mm -hmm. you know, 
<laughs> anyone who knows David knows that this song could potentially be true with as much as he loves dogs. What's your favorite? Eclairs, probably from Buskins. Really? No, I ne- no, I've never. I like the Kettle Danish and the Plain Danish. Uh, Kettle Danish or and the uh, Maple Long Johns because they've got that special cream in them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the Kettle Danish and the and the Plain Danish. Oh yeah. For oh, me, man, so... the Plain Danish from Buskins is the closest thing you can get to an item smelling as good as it tastes mm. wow yeah so That's you would have you would have liked living yeah. in arbor place because we were within a stone's throw of buskins yeah. and every sunday morning oh, probably every cool. morning yeah was and their house was directly behind the dumpster <laughs> that was uh, wow. behind tom the whole neighborhood smells so it was literally that. across oh. the street behind the dumpster that was wow. where our house was i love that yeasty smell yeah yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. on the block had diabetes <laughs> Yeah, well, no, no, because I, I actually lived on Zemsky. I actually lived on Zemsky about, like, in this apartment building called Gregsonia. And if my window was open, I smelled donuts, like, 24 hours a day. And it actually, I ate less donuts. I craved less donuts when I was living there, smelling it all the time. Yeah. So people were like, how can you not go get donuts when you can smell it? And I'm like, I don't know. I think I got immune. I think because it was accurate. I would literally pass Buskins every single day getting off the bus. Right. You know, it was right there. So but I I think and when we moved away within like two or three weeks, it was like I have got to have some donuts. And it's got to be Buskins. They brought Holtman's over here and we did try them before we went keto and eh, it was okay. They did have this blueberry thing that Philip bought that was good. Yeah. But we live by Holtman's. Duncan's. That's, that's what we get. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, what do you recommend from Holtman's? Just oh, out of curiosity. I get eclairs a lot. Yeah. That's me though. Okay. Um, yeah. You know. And I don't like the eclair pastry for some reason. It's different everywhere yeah. you go. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's okay, the only thing with eclairs. But uh, you're right though, because they're not all as good as others. Buskins right. has been my favorite. Yeah. But we get Holtzman's when we get them. We try not to get them anymore. Right. Because I get a whole bunch of them, and it's yeah. not what I need to be eating. Your baker's right. cousin or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> at least. Mm-hmm. So. We probably shouldn't even be talking about it. No, we should. I think you're going to be doomed on our way home. Sorry. You're going to be terrible. Leave the gun on our way home. Leave the gun and take the cannoli. I think I put myself out of keto last night because we went to a Chinese buffet. Something about the cannoli. The cannolis? Yeah. Leave the gun and... Take the cannoli. Movie reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What movie? I forget. The Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather. The Godfather. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's why women don't. Well, that could be a half hour. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, I have seen that movie five or six times. <laughs> nice. Well, this has been fantastic. This is better than, yeah. than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's been. It's it's. It's always good, but this was this is one of the best ones. Yeah. 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 So good people, yeah. good company. So nice to have yeah. you know live our, company. Too, Aaron, you know. Aaron's here, so the entertainment is top notch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was so good. He didn't feel he had to interject much. Yeah. Right. That was helpful. when we had uh, 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 what's his name on. Not Lou Diamond, um, Andy Furman. Andy Furman on. Yeah. Aaron had like his whole own set of questions. Oh, yeah. He sat nice. right from Phil. Yeah. So we almost scared him of off. Yeah. Andy was like, they, ah, this yeah. is going to be. 
crazy. You know? We still kept it to the uh, appropriate time range. Good. Good. So, yeah. Well, we were very happy you come down here. I, I've been wanting to see you guys for a while because yeah. I haven't been down yeah. to see you since prior to Tim passing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, obviously, that was a uh, heartbreaking thing for all of us. So, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I love Tim. He was great. Was, was great that when you had the chicken pox? Big rich. Something else. I, I couldn't go. Else. Yeah, I couldn't go. Yeah, was, I had gotten uh, shingles, and he had never had the chicken pox. And his mother told me he had had them, but she forgot the fact that he's nine years younger than all of his siblings. Wow. So he had never had it. So he got the chicken pox and couldn't go anywhere. And he was driving. He was calling the doctor like every day asking, are you back to work yet? Are you back to work yet? And our doctor's very nice and actually answers the phone. So, you know, he was like, no, 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 no. That was when Tim passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they had the funeral up here. Yeah. yeah. I, I I said I was like, can I drive? I wanted somebody to go. I thought maybe I could drive. And that's, drop and that's when David wanted you to yeah. play guitar. Yeah. Well, you'll be happy to know that mm -hmm. I left work in the middle of the day that day, and I went to that funeral, and I played Amazing Grace Aww. on the guitar for those people. Well, I wish I could. That's one of my regrets. So it was. It on. was the universe wanting one of us to do it. And it got done mm -hmm. because right. of Tim's love for the guitar and for music. And, and I just felt like I had to do it um, because I loved him. And, uh, and without him, I wouldn't have got to enjoy the gift of music that I've got to enjoy all these right. years. That's beautiful, man. I'm glad. I'm glad that you yeah. The only thing could have made it better is if you would have been there, Phil, because yeah. I, yeah. I always enjoy seeing you and Aaron, of course, and Lisa, you too. Thank you. But obviously we go further yeah. back. So right, it's, right. It's always, uh, with, with all the insanity that I lived through, that I put myself and other people through back in those days, um, I will always have fond memories of the times that I spent with Phil and Aaron and Aaron's family and uh, and that group of people. And you guys were really good to me. And uh, and a lot of good comes out of those memories. And that all that stuff intertwines with the Pruses and things because I spent a lot of time with them right. uh, afterwards. So well, anyway, I guess we'll... The same time. Yeah. So I guess we'll wrap this up with a little bit of uh, blues. Sounds great. Check it out. It's Lisa and Phil from Yeah Uh Huh. How are we doing? We love feedback. Please use our socials to let us know what you think. We have socials. 
Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Notice, Notice a, a pattern? pattern? Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week.